this week, the obvious question is, am I a sore loser? I'm Mike Trevisano with Bob Meyer and Joe Bertalic. Each week, one of us asks the other two a question that may seem to be obvious, but doesn't seem to have an obvious answer. We see what we can figure out. We invite you to help us find some answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. So there is a lot of losing going on lately. There's a lot of losing going on all the time. Everything from business deals to relationships to, yes, the recent U.S. election for many people. But for a lot of folks who live, especially in Bob's neck of the woods, Atlanta, Georgia, the Falcons' loss to the New England Patriots was truly devastating, crippling. Why is this? Why do we seem to need and accept the emotional toll that comes with losing something that we're not even playing? And could we do something about it if we wanted? The Falcons, you know, totally collapsed in the Super Bowl, and I know. Some people looked at it maybe from other cities and said, ah, it's not a good Super Bowl. People here in Atlanta, like, and me being one of them, for for almost three quarters, we were like up off the couches screaming, high five, and like, this is a miracle. This is the most awesome thing that's ever happened to us. I mean, come on. By God, it's 28 to 3. There's no way we can throw this thing away. And then, if I could just pinpoint the moment where it started to slip away. First, there was the one score, and you're like, well, we still have a big enough cushion. There's no way we could throw this. You're looking at the clock. You're seeing the another touchdown scored. Whoa, it's still 28 to whatever. We can do this thing. Come on, we got this, guys. And then and then it goes to overtime, and that's when you're like, well, we're going to watch it at home. <laughs> and I come home, and the boys are watching it, and we're like, everybody's just like, oh, my gosh, this is brutal. And then the next day, you know, even our CEO, you know, at our company, uh, can't talk to anybody. Like it's like, uh, <laughs> I mean, people were in pain. Um, somebody that works for me was like, I, her, her, the way she put it, she's like, I can't adult today. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, uh, I'm, a, I just can't do adult things today. Like, I'm traumatized. <laughs> And I'm thinking, my, I'm not traumatized, but these other people are traumatized. My, my boss was traumatized for most of the week. Like, couldn't talk about it. You could yeah. hear him get, like, act, like angry, like, truly angry when he would start to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but I was saying, like, you know, and it's not necessarily the sore loser thing, but, you know, why does losing hurt so much? And I think about it from dumbest things, like, like a lot of it is sports related for me. Like so, tennis. If if I go into a tennis match on a Sunday or a Saturday and I come out and and win that match, I feel better. I feel energized for the day. I'm like, you know, Christy could be at work, and I'm like, tonight we're going out. We're going out. You know. But if I lose that match, I'm like, nah, <laughs> we're just staying in. We're, you know, I'm not. I'm. I, I tell myself I'm not sulking, but I definitely feel different. And it doesn't. It's a matter. good. It's a good question. There's no doubt. You know, it's, you know, yeah. a part of it that's really interesting to me about the Super Bowl is until I talked to Mike about it, I didn't have the sense at all that the Falcons gave it away. Like, I didn't walk away from watching the game thinking, oh, yeah, they threw it away. They had it and they threw it away, which he clearly did. And hearing you say in it, it sounds like that might be the, the Atlanta sentiment. But mm -hmm. as a dude watching the game and, you know, the stuff I heard afterwards, it was a great game. And Tom Brady is unstoppable. And, you know, it's, you know, like it was like the whole different perspective. It wasn't about, 
given it up. Um, I think that's that's interesting. I don't know if that's interesting for the podcast, but it's yeah. interesting. Well, it, I think for the Atlanta fans, it was like we were on this momentum and we went up to this point and then it just kind of like went down. But I almost the after effect is almost like a, almost like the election. It's like a conspiracy theory that maybe maybe football's not real. That's what I came away with. Like maybe it's like professional wrestling because it really looked like the Falcons just handed to them on a silver platter and said, "Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna play anymore. You guys need to win this because Vegas says the Patriots by four. So let's see what we can do to give you the ball back and like because it was like a totally different team." But then the same could be mm. said for the first so half funny with because I didn't I didn't see that like I saw you know I saw a couple like incredible catches still there was that one unbelievable catch that was you know yeah the Edelman not when they were the, tied the Julio one yeah 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 you know where he kept both feet in mm-hmm. you know it was like how the hell and the best throw and the best catch maybe you know yeah. ever. And and that happened late in the game, and and you know, so it's funny. I didn't see it as Atlanta just you know. You no, know, I haven't even talked to people in our neighborhood, and that's what I was thinking about is like the people that actually, like, there's a guy in our neighborhood that we're good friends with that, you know, he probably spent six grand to go there. I mean, diehard Falcon fans where they're like, there's no way I'm not going to the Super Bowl, and I'm thinking that he must have had, like, the time of his life up until you know the third quarter, and then I I there. It was hard enough for people here that were just at a party, but I couldn't imagine if you're in the stadium, you got other drunk people, right? Patriots fans. The minute the oh. Patriots took off, they're probably like, ah, you idiot, you dumb. You know, and I, I just couldn't imagine like the walk of shame. And then it probably took three hours to get out of the stadium. And the whole time you're just thinking, I, I was telling somebody like, I could only imagine the person that they went there and this guy probably paid the six grand, right? Falcons are winning. He's thinking a good investment. And then at the point where they lose and you're leaving the stadium, let's say he was staying the next day, he's probably thinking, I could save $300 if I don't stay in the hotel room tonight. Maybe I should get an earlier flight. I'm not going to take a cab. I'm taking Uber. I like, like, it's like cutting your losses immediately comes to mind. Like, how, do, how the hell do I get out of here quickly? And I think we've all had those experiences where like, I don't want to be on vacation anymore. This is over. (laughs) But even with Andrea, I was like, I was like, oh my God, like, like I wanted to be sensitive to her. Like she literally came into the office looking like she was in tears. And I was like, "Mm." you know, and I wanted to be sensitive, but part of me wanted to say like, it's just a stupid game. Like get over it. Like, (laughs) like you're really distraught over it. Like I, I just can't deal. And I heard her say it to a lot of people on the phone. I just can't deal with anything today. I just need to be left alone. And I'm like, wow. It's like, it's not even, it's, I can relate to the sports things where it's me, but it's harder for me to, I, I, I didn't put that kind of investment into it. Maybe that's it. Some of it's the mental energy you put in a round before the game even starts. People buy jerseys. They do all this stuff. Elaborate parties. You know, the thing that blows me away about sports in general, and I think, you know, I used to, I, I still to this day, I get teased a lot by like my buddies that are all super big sports fans, right? And they're like, you know, they make fun of me like I don't know anything about sports. And I do. But I, I choose to not be a fan, to not be a, to not follow this stuff for one simple reason. I don't have any control. I don't. And I, I am not strong enough 
to not get emotionally involved. So, I mean, a Penn State grad twice. Amy went to Penn State, you know. Like, we've got a lot of, like, Penn State going on. And if I, I allow myself to emotionally get into these games, I have no control on the outcome. So it's just asking for pain. You know, if they lose, it's just asking for it. And, and I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Forget it. I, I want to be involved in stuff that I have some say in the outcome. Mm. Joe, you're... you're <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm, I'm being quiet for the moment, because as I'm listening to him, I'm thinking, yeah, I watched the game also, and I... I I think that there's big money behind every game that's played in the NFL, big money behind, like you mentioned, Vegas, Bob, and bets and stuff. And I think my son told me that it was Patriots by three. Mm -hmm. And I thought at the half, I thought, how are they going to win this one? It's, this is tricky. How are they going to do this? And sure as heck, as it comes down, I turned to my wife and, you know, as the game's going, I said, they're going to win. And I bet you they kick a field goal and they win by three. I don't know how, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And I thought, this is really weird. But here, here's the bigger question for me is, as I'm listening to you guys, and I'm hearing you say this, Mike, you don't want to get invested, Bob. You know, you don't get where some of the your coworkers were so invested. I think you know, your question about, you know, why does it hurt to lose and stuff? It has to do with that investment. It has to do with, you know, do I really care about what's, what's behind the, the football? What's behind the football game, the team and everything else? And like you guys said, I... I don't wear jerseys. I, I really have little to do with them. And so for me, it's simplistically a game. And there's to me, there's no win or loss. I mean, occasionally I feel like, gee, I wish that team would win or that team would win. But really what I'm looking for is a good game. And it, the most boring thing to me is when one team is way ahead and there's no chance of recovery. I mean, what's the point of watching it? It's not a game anymore. It doesn't feel like a game. Now, switch that to things in my life that I care about and losing hurts. So that I'm thinking, you know, you go out to a, a business issue and, you know, you're trying to sell a deal and you're working with some people and, and some other some other group or some person, you know, just kicks your butt. Those hurt. I mean, those 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 are powerful. I mean, the way I think probably some of your coworkers felt about the Falcons losing. But to me, you've got to understand what's behind it in, in that sense to, to feel that loss. And I think you guys described it pretty well, you know, where you are with it, where you're not that impacted, that you're not devastated by it. But being from Atlanta, Bob, you know, you probably feel a little bit of it more than I do, for sure. You know, and I thought they're the underdogs. It'd be good if they won. You know, give them a chance, whatever. And uh, they were doing really well for a while. But I'm, I want to take it to a bigger picture, if I can, and say, so where does it impact me? So football doesn't, you know, basketball doesn't. I played basketball quite a bit in school, and I, you know, I liked it. And I, it hurt when I lost as part of a team, as a, as a player. But it didn't hurt me to watch a game and see another team lose. Like, oh, they lost. Good game, though. Good game. You know, that, that thing the kids do where they smack hands and they go, good game, good game. It's kind of like trivial the way they do it. I mean, they're doing it kind of like because they have to. But I think there's something behind that when two teams come together and play, take the money out of it and everything else and have a good game. I think that's where it really is with sports for me. Listening to you, Joe, it, 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 it almost gives me the answer to the question, why am I a sore loser? Well, you're a sore loser because it mattered to you. Right. And that's yeah. that's why. But it, but then it bends the question. So why did it matter? <laughs> you know, like it just tunnels right down to another one. And that's yeah. a great question, Mike. So why did it matter to people like some of your coworkers in Atlanta? Why did it matter so much to them? My quick answer is because they care about the team or they care about what it means to lose as a team or what it means to Atlanta or to their identity or whatever to be losers. 
you know, nobody wants to be a loser, right? Mm -hmm. So that somewhere they tie their identity. Like they say things like, we won. They, you didn't win. The team won. <laughs> you yeah. happen to be there. You're a spectator. <laughs> we won. We won. No, you didn't. We lost. No, you yeah. didn't. Well, everybody does that with their team. They use the, they say we, you know, like they're part of the team. Yeah. Like uh, you're the fifth man. I think a lot of it is expectations too. I think in the in the case of the Falcons, it was like everybody's like, "Well, we deserve this. This is our chance." Everybody, and we thought we're this. And then I think watching the first half of that, it played into our expectations, which was we are the underdog and we're underappreciated. But that's why we're going to win this game. And then you watch play after play, like, "Oh my gosh, did we just do that? We sacked Tom Brady three times." No one's ever done that before in a regular game, and we did it in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Play after play, it was just another piece of evidence that said, yep, this is our time, our time to shine. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, and then it just Yeesh. fell apart, and it's like, how did that happen? And I think that, I think had it been an evenly balanced game and then the Falcons lost, I think there would have been less sore losers, if you want to call them that. Yeah, but very mm. important. We just said, I think, Bob, for me and what Mike brought up is that use of the word we, they, our, mm. you know, those kinds of things imply that you're out there doing it somehow. Or you're you're with the team on the field, you know, in that sense. Whereas I'm thinking, I watched the game, and I don't think there was one time when I thought to myself, we're winning, or any word that would be other than them. You know, in fact, I remember saying at one point to to my wife, we're sitting, there, I said, they're going to lose this, not we're going to lose this, they're going to lose this, which puts me like aside from them so I, I have an interest in the outcome but not a vested interest like if i'm saying we're losing oh no we're losing or we're ahead or you know we're gonna win this one once i put that that uh whatever that pronoun whatever that thing is called yeah once i put that in there and i use words like that i'm connected sure. and i would say personally if i lose a, a business deal if i lose a business deal i lost and if we together lose one we lost that's different that's and that, that's where the pain comes from obviously you know, you're making me think, Joe, of 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 this exact same thing, like the being evidenced in in even a crazier, bigger way. When we when we lived in Italy, we noticed that the you know soccer is a big deal, right? Football, you know, they call it football is a big deal, right? And and not only do they you know like the teams just like just like we like sports teams, but they take their political affiliations and and how they're ethical moral i mean stuff that has nothing to do with sports and they attribute it to their, to teams so if you support this political candidate then you support the rome uh soccer team if you support this other thing then you support lazio which is the you know the region that rome sits in it's sort of like the equivalent of a city team versus a state team right and it's the same thing and 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 it and it's real like if you go to the stadium, if you support this team or this political ideology, then you sit in this section. If you support and man, don't don't sit there if you support the other team. And it's and it's real. Like it, it can get violent, you know? Yeah. Like there are some games like like the the Roma Lazio game, you know, the the two rivals. Like you kinda have to I wouldn't have taken my son to that game. And I would have gone to that game like really like wary, you know, I would like ready for <laughs> ready for something, you know, because it, it, they can get really rough, you know, and it's yeah. the same thing. It's just what you're talking about, you know, like bringing more more into it than than what is actually there, <laughs> you know, than what's really there. And that's what gives it meaning. That's what makes it matter, I guess. Yeah, we can tie it directly like to the current elections, you know, what we just went through and, and how the country is so split on things because 
there's a vested interest in those candidates in that outcome. And the idea that we lost or we won, if I sit back and if I'm from a different country, I'm not involved with this, I could say something like, well, they won, you know, that the, the uh, Republican Party and Donald Trump, you know, won an election and not feel anything. But if I'm in the middle of it and I lost, you know, I'm, I'm somehow connected with Clinton and that whole you know, Democratic Party and stuff. I would feel the loss significantly. So I, I think yeah. it, it plays out everywhere. Your point in, in Italy, I mean, it's, we're seeing that. I guess that's the exact same thing is that um, why do I support a team in the first place? Because I live there. I mean, I, I was watching the Olympic uh trials for the upcoming Olympics, Winter Olympics next year. And uh, a number of the people were not from this country originally. And I don't know, you know, it's like, I know that's changed. It used to be like you would see a person in a certain ethnicity, whatever you would attribute it to a certain country. But nowadays, athletes come from all over the place. And how do you, how do you support them? Because they come from the United States. It's very simple. They're United States players, you know, they're United States competitors. And that's where everybody gets behind them, right? regardless of where they were born or where they were raised or what their backgrounds are, they're, they're USA, USA, you know, that kind of thing. I was thinking about what you were saying, Joe, in terms of the, the election and, you know, the, the Hillary or Bernie supporters and then and now Trump being president. It, it's almost the same thing with the Super Bowl. Like if I'm a Falcons fan and the Patriots win, it would be very hard for a Patriots fan to convince me, well, now, you know, Tom Brady is the guy. Bob, you need to rally around Tom Brady. Maybe that's how I understand <laughs> the fact that, you know, everybody's saying, well, he's our president. We need to support him. And then and then the Republicans will uh, Facebook the one actor out there that says, yes, um, Matthew McConaughey or somebody says uh, he's our president. We should get behind him. But <laughs> nobody's nobody's going to take that advice. Why? Why would they? You know? Yeah. 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 Interesting parallel. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Falcons fans, but you're going to have to now like Tom Brady. Yeah. That's the way it is. So we we have some uh, <laughs> obvious question Tom Brady apparel for you, and uh, just check us out on the obvious question, wordpress.com, and get some of that. So, yeah, so sore losers. I know I know I am a sore <laughs> I I can be a sore loser, and I have to pick my, my – I can tell – Going back to the very first thing that I was talking about where I'm not a, much of a sports fan, and here's why, because I can't control it and it drives me nuts. It's almost like a signpost to me in other areas of my life. If I feel sore after the thing happened, then I have to assess, should I be in this or not? Do I have control over it? If I don't have any control over it, then maybe it's not such a good idea for me to be involved at all. If it's my job and we're going after something and I want to win it real bad and I did a lot of work and we lose, I feel okay feeling bad, right? Like that's something I'm invested in. I'm going to go you know, chase after it. Or if I work real hard at a piece of music and I screw it up in front of, in front of people, then I'm upset because I was vested in it and I had control over it. But if I don't, then maybe, maybe it's not worth it. That's my, that's my thought. That's my thought on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of things come to mind as I was, I was listening to you guys. I, I was thinking of some advice I got when I was very, very young, uh, apart from my parents, is the, the idea of sports. You know, it's, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. It's how you play the game. And I, I remember that stuck with me for a long time. And I, I didn't like losing, so I would play the game as hard as I could. But I think that kind of advice, that kind of thought, gets you to the point where you start to realize it is just a game. And, and, and maybe the bigger picture of life, it's just a game. I mean, life is way too serious in some ways. Uh, I remember reading years ago that there was no scientific proof that life is supposed to be serious. 
you know, there's no way to prove that. So we put it on ourselves, I think, to make life more serious than it really is. And just one final quote, the uh, better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. You know, I think love is a huge word and, and the loss of it is a huge pain. You know, so if you're in the game of love and you lose, you know, the, the obviously the pain is tremendous, but better to have experienced that than not to have ever experienced it all, play it safe. So I think we're in it, we're in the game. I think we're, you know, we're trying to play it right here today, you know, in the conversations we have and stuff. And um, win or lose, we played the game. 